Leaders, 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 welcome to Leadership Fire right here in the Speak Fire studio. Today we're doing something special. We got a midweek special edition interview show. I know typically we like to focus on getting you that next level success in 10 minutes or less. We have an amazing opportunity to speak with Aisha Thomas from over at Internal Fire, our sister show here on the Speak Fire Network. Aisha's got a great new book out called Trendsetter, Seven Steps to Radically Be the Best You. I love this book. I love Aisha as a speaker and as a mentor to myself. I got an opportunity to interview her and bring it here for you guys to hear. It was very exciting. She's very deep, very thoughtful, and extremely transparent. You guys are going to love this interview. So although it's a little longer than our normal podcast, I know you're going to love it. Remember, you can catch a new episode of Internal Fire with Aisha Thomas every Monday at 4 a.m. Now, let's get on to that interview with me and Aisha. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us today here on Leadership Fire. I am bringing you such an important guest, the host of our sister station, Internal Fire, here on the Speak Fire Network. If you guys aren't checking it out, you guys are in for a great, great treat. I have Aisha Thomas here with me. She's got a great new book out called Trendsetter. Aisha, welcome to Leadership Fire. Please, can you tell us about your book and what the title is? What's up, guys? I'm so excited to be here. Uh, so I did release my book on May 18th. It's called Trendsetter, Seven Steps to Radically Stand Out to Be the Best You. I'm really excited about this Trendsetter trilogy that I'm coming out. And this one is the Youth Edition. Yes. That's fantastic. So before we get too far into the book, you know, um, who who is Aisha Thomas? Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I i mean, I guess if you want to get like the titles itself, I am an active military member, but I am also an author, speaker, and a consultant. And one of the things that really inspired me to go on this journey of writing books and basically planning my life outside the military was my experience as a young girl. So I'm a West African immigrant. I migrated here in the early 90s. And I was excited, you know, I've seen them. I saw America from the lens of music. I watched a lot of music videos from Madonna, Boy Joy, George Michael, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, all those people. And I saw America from watching music videos. But unfortunately, what I experienced as a young girl was I wasn't accepted. It was interesting for me that I was, or I was pretty much treated differently because of where I was from. So I found myself over time starting to think that the issue was me and I started to distance myself from my culture. I mean, I'm, I'm West African. My parents are West African. My sisters and brothers, we're all West African born. But walking into a school every day and being teased and called names like African beauty scratcher and her, your accent is made fun of, your clothes are made fun of, you ultimately get to a point where you think the problem is you, um, as many of the youth are feeling like nowadays when they're being bullied. So as I started to distance myself, I started to get involved with the wrong crowd. And once I finally got to my freshman year in high school, 
I really took like a deep dive in the bad crowd because the bad crowd were the only ones to accept me. So here I am in high school, skipping school, failing out of school, and I just got to high school. So my parents, of course, from their perspective, like a lot of immigrant families, they're like, we gave up everything that we had back home to give you guys an opportunity in America and you're throwing it away. But they didn't understand walking through halls every day, being called all these names. It was, it was gut-wrenching. My, my self-esteem was so low. I remember times that I wouldn't even bathe because I would think that by not bathing, that would signal to my mom that I didn't want to go to school. But it's just like I, I fought it. I used to hate going to school. So here I am with this tug of war trying to fit in. And eventually I attempted suicide. And this was my freshman year in high school. So I was probably about 12, 13 years old when I attempted to take my life. Thank God um, I didn't pass away, but it was very close. And um, after that experience, I had to work with my depression. I had to deal with my self-esteem issues. And over time, I was able to overcome those feelings by just pretty much falling in love with myself, understanding the importance of who I am, my self-identity, what makes me unique, what makes me great, and also get around positive role models and friends. So really, this book is tied to that journey. And my journey itself, just being someone that tries to inspire youth, inspire women, my journey is to really inject that idea of that self-identity and that self-love and that self-worth and all those things that I call selfie, self-love, self-worth, self-value, self-esteem. Before you proceed in any phase in your life that you go through, because the thing is, if you don't heal from the inside out, that issue that you have will follow you in your business in your marriage, in your relationships, in your friendships. So I really want to work with people on, just like the podcast, Internal Fire, working on that inside. So on the outside, things are a lot more peaceful. Wow, wow, wow. I got to tell you, your transparency just in that, of that, the, the, the rawness and the transparency of your story and that it was um, just so powerful and so inspiring. I, I, I have so many questions. You answered so many in there, but um, you mentioned Internal Fire. So for my listeners, they know that we are, we are a host on SpeakFire, the SpeakFire Network. We have four channels, Student Fire with Bobby Berg, Leadership Fire with myself, Internal Fire with yourself, and Young Fire with Sean Brasfield. Can you tell my listeners a little bit if they haven't listened, and I'm sure most of them have, but if they haven't listened, can you tell them a little bit about Internal Fire? Yeah, so Internal Fire, again, the goal of that is to empower you from the inside. The great thing about the Speak Fire, you know, this group that we have of just great folks is the fact that we're giving you motivation on the go. Those quick bites of motivation. And really, that's that's what our podcasts are about. That's what mine is about. To really try to spark that internal fire, that that thing inside of you that you're like, hmm, I need to work with, within myself. I need to check myself. I need to think about what I need to do to adjust. So I just recently did a series called Tainted Vision and it's stuff like that. So Tainted Vision really talks about the process of you have a vision, you have a goal, you have things you aspire that you want to be. However, there are going to be obstacles that come in the way and there are going to be some things that you have to go through within each process, with each, with each phase and season, that's going to help you get to that goal. But a lot of times people get stuck in the famine, they get stuck in the chaos, and they can't move past that. So that's the goal of internal fire, to give you some applicable steps you can basically inject in your life so you can get through those hurdles that we all are going to go through. 
and it's a fantastic show. You're doing such an amazing job. It is, it is such an honor for me to, to be part of this, this thing that we call speak fire with you. So yes. thank you so, so much. Um, so you got this great new book out trendsetter seven steps to radically stand out and be the best you. And that is awesome. And I love that you say radically stand out. So I want to dig into radically stand out a little bit. What does that mean to you? Well, I feel like you radically stand out by being you. What happens is, like, especially if we're talking from the youth faces or even adults, we walk around with the mindset that we have to follow the trends. We hear about trending topics. What's that trendy outfit? What's this? What's that? And we follow those things. But radically standing out is really walking in who you are, your identity. Like I say to our young people all the time, if you look at your fingerprints, your DNA, it's specifically tied to you. But then we find ourselves in these spaces where we're trying to be like someone else. We're trying, and we start to look like clones. But have you ever been to a place where you're like, man, something's different about that one person. Something is special about them. Something is just, there's just something going on there that I can't put my finger on. Those are those people who decide that, you know what? I'm going to embrace me. I'm going to embrace my gifts, my talents. I'm going to embrace this crazy hairstyle I like this crazy music I like and just really walk in that and start having the mindset to be the trendsetter, to be the person that starts the new social media platforms, to be the person that starts that thing or breaks that cycle within your family. Trendsetters are are, are basically people who decide to step outside of the norm and really embrace who they are because there are too many clones walking around here and people that have all these gifts that they have been given that they they don't exercise, they don't utilize. And you start to look like everyone else. So trendsetters and people who radically stand out are people who finally decide, you know what, I'm going to start painting like I used to when I was a young kid and I'm going to really embrace that. I'm going to host a podcast that I've been wanting to do for forever. I'm going to do something different than what I've seen. So no more cloning, more trendsetting. Wow, that's that's awesome. What a great answer for that too. I, I know that there's so many people listening that you just talked right into their soul at least if not right now at some point in their life where they were struggling with you know standing out and and just uh, accepting their true self and you talk a lot about self-love in your in your podcast internal fire maybe maybe i should touch into that too what is what is self-love and and digging into self-love and improving one's self-love and understanding you know how to love yourself and the importance of that um and all that, what does that mean to you? Well, I mean, I have, like I said, I think I have this thing called selfie. So I believe that by understanding self-love and having self-love, that's going to embrace, that's going to tap into you having more self-esteem. And then you'll understand how much you're valued, that self-value. And then you'll understand that you're worth more, which is your self-worth. So what happens, like even when I was a little girl, I didn't really understand loving myself. I looked for others to make me feel loved. So for so long, I chased around this idea of I need a prince. Um, Being bullied, not having, like having daddy issues, because although my father was physically there, he wasn't there emotionally. And a, a part of it was because I was disgracing his name. So I find myself in a space of just trying to find people to accept me, make me feel like I belong, which was all tied to rejection. 
So I sought it. I sought it. I sought for people to make me feel good. And that's why I kept on finding myself in spaces where I never felt whole or complete because the reality is people are going to fail us. No one is perfect. People are going to make mistakes. You're going to, you might break up, especially when you're a young person, you might have a breakup here and there. You might fail a class or you might struggle in a class. And I started to realize that or what I was going through at that time, it was like every bit of failure or every mess up, I started to think like, oh no, I'm not good enough. I had to hear people tell me that I was pretty. I had to hear from people tell me that I was good enough instead of me recognizing that I had to have that self-belief. So self-belief in that radical part is really just really loving you, being able to tell yourself, man, you can do it. You're great, you're wonderful. Those positive affirmations, having that thing within you that says regardless of, if, if I walk into a room and I don't feel accepted, that I know that I'm still good enough. Again, we're all unique. We're all great. We all have things that we are amazing at, but we don't recognize that. And we seek validation from others, not realizing that we have to really understand the love of ourselves, motivating ourselves, pushing ourselves, and truly understanding the importance of that love that starts within, which will end up making you understand what loving someone else what love looks like on the other side. Because again, I was in an abusive marriage as well. And again, seeking for that love, but I didn't understand love of myself. So I was willing to accept anything from somebody else just, just because I wanted them to make me feel good, good enough. So if I would have understood self-love earlier, I would recognize the signs of, okay, wait a minute. You don't respect me. You don't value me. You don't understand my worth. You don't understand that I'm great. You don't make me feel great. You know, we're not, we're not, um, complimenting each other. So this is not the kind of relationship I should entertain. So self-love will literally help you understand and be able to break those cycles that you see instead of you accepting relationships, friendships, jobs, and all these negative things just because you're seeking acceptance from others. Again, you spoke into to everyone's hearts right there. And I just, uh, just not a question, but just a note, your transparency with your story is part of what makes your message so strong to me. And I just want to thank you for that. Um, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. We're going to step away for just one second, guys. I want you to hear this message from Aisha Thomas about her brand new book. And I'm going to be right back with Aisha. And we're going to talk a little bit more and dig in to Trendsetter, seven steps to radically stand out and be the best you. We'll be right back. I am excited to bring you my new book, Trendsetter, Seven Steps to Radically Stand Out to Be the Best You. This book details my journey of coming to the United States and being excited to embrace the American culture. But unfortunately, my culture was not accepted and I found myself being bullied as a young girl. And in this process, I decided that I wanted to disconnect from my culture to be more accepted into American culture. And through that process, I got so depressed from trying to fit in that I attempted suicide my freshman year in high school. So this book talks about the journey of what I did to become radically transformed to be the strong woman I am today. This book is something that's really going to enable the reader to understand and embrace who they are, embrace what makes them special and become radically transformed. Get your copy today at becomingatrendsetter.com. Again, that is becomingatrendsetter.com or check it out at my website at aishathomas.org. 
All right, leaders, we're back here on Leadership Fire. Again, we're here with Aisha Thomas talking about her brand new book, Trendsetter, Seven Steps to Radically Stand Out and Be the Best You. Aisha, thank you so much, for again, for being with us here today. What I wanted to get into now is tell us a little bit about the book and who is it for? So my book is really written. Again, I have this trilogy that I that I um, am working on. So this first trilogy is talking about the story of my experience as a young girl. So this book is for parents, for teachers, if you're mentoring youth, if you're around youth in any way, if, you're, if you have brothers and sisters, because I think that if we start, especially as the older generation, if we start to make the younger people understand their importance, how great they are, so they can stop repeating the cycles that we see in a lot of these families, that would have an immense impact in the future. So this really walks them through my story and gives them seven steps for them to implement in order to basically be that confident trendsetter, be that person that stands out, that embraces themselves. So basically each chapter, like the first one, is unfriend. It talks about the importance of understanding the kind of right relationships you should be in because the right relationships, the relationships that you're in will possibly have a huge effect on your future. So it goes, it walks them through the, my story of having those friends where we used to skip school. We used to use drugs. We used to go around, hanging around with boys. I ran away a couple times with them. I was just constantly in mess with them. And it started to affect my future. I was almost locked up. I was almost killed. I was just always in situations with those group of friends that it was affecting my future. But once I stepped away from that circle and I got around friends that understood respect, understood being successful, understood the importance of embracing your gift, now I was able to have a different sight when it came to my future. So they will literally hear, read that story, and then the end of that chapter, there'll be an exercise, and it has, hey, write down your five closest friends. Okay, write down the things that you've experienced with them, good and bad. And then at the end, they will literally weigh the negatives and the positives, and if they have more negatives than positives, I recommend to them that is probably a friendship that you need to end. It might be hard. It might be difficult. But I want you to look at your future and how this person, if you maintain that person in your life, that they might have a negative effect. So that's how it's set up. Seven steps, the things that I implemented in my life, things that they can apply within their lives to truly turn into that space where they become that trendsetter, become confident, strong, and literally start working on a action plan to implement the goals and the things that they need to do to hit that big goal that they have. So I think it's great for parents if they have like struggles with their children or if they just want to maintain a healthy communication relationship with their children and do it in a fun way. This is something that's great for them because a lot of the stuff I have in there will have those young people going to their parents and asking them questions. And again, if people are mentors or if they're the youth ministry, whatever lens there are, if you're connected to a young person, this is something that's really going to benefit them to understand that they can become a trendsetter. Suicide is the second leading cause right now within our youth. They're, they're passing away, and I've seen them take their lives as young as eight years old. So this is so important for our youth to start understanding that their fingerprints are unique, their DNA is unique. It's okay to be unique. It's okay to be different. So once they start understanding that, I truly believe other youth, we we'll start to be more accepting of one another because we're all made different and that is okay. Wow. You know, the, your concept of evaluating your friends, I'm sure that's one of the seven steps. And to, to introduce that to, 
to, to young people, like you said, as young as eight or, you know, 10, 12, I mean, how different my life could would have been if I would have evaluated those connections in my lives in, you know, elementary school, junior high, high school for sure. Right. So definitely very powerful. So I'm super excited to, to read and, and find out those other six steps. Um, you, you explained wonderfully who this book is for. It's for everyone connected to youth. I mean, you, parents, kids, teachers, man, such a powerful concept. What moved you to write this book, to bring your story, to bring these ideas to paper? Well, I spoke at a, um, I've been speaking at schools, and there's this one girl that I just has been pushing me. She inspired me. But I was, it was an at-risk school, and all of these kids were kids that no longer could go to a regular high school. They had, you know, they've been kicked out. There are some girls who ended up um, pregnant, so like you have teen pregnancy. So it was a, a variety of situations, people who came from broken homes. So I could connect with them a lot. So at the end of it, a young girl came to me. She was 16. She was pregnant. She had a full-ride scholarship to go to. Um, she had a softball scholarship, so she had a full ride to college. But she, she said she'd been battling alcoholism. She drinks when she's dealing with issues. And one night she drank and she ended up, you know, being intimate with something, someone. And now she's pregnant. So, like, she felt like her future was over. She's like, I don't understand how this could happen to me. I had everything set up for me. And now I was stuck. So I just talked to her about the process, talked about my situation where I dealt with teenage pregnancy, really pushed her to try to have that mindset of you can do it. Like, don't think your future is over because you made a mistake or you did something that you feel has affected your future. So just hearing those stories, I mean, I'll have young people come up to me all the time asking me like, man, how did you do it? I, I don't know if I could do it. Or they'll be inspired because a lot of these kids in these rooms are in broken homes. They're in a space where people have given up on them. I mean, the only person that I would say still believed in me when I was going through all my troubles was my mother. Every single body else had given up on me. My teachers gave up. My father gave up. My sisters gave up. Everybody was just like, why are you wasting time with her? Her life is pretty much over. It's a, it's a waste. But she believed in mm. me. And her belief in me and a few teachers that I had encountered in school had a tremendous, like, it just had a tremendous change on how I saw things. So I no longer want to go to a space, speak to young people, and not leave something with them. I want to give them a resource that they can take with them and they can walk with and they can apply in their lives. So it's just moments like that when you walk away from a school or an event and I'm like, I wish I could leave them with something. But now I have put that on paper, something I can leave any young person with, any mother, father, teacher with that could possibly change the life of that young person. And you know what, from what we've heard so far, we truly can tell that this is going to be something that would impact somebody that is the, in the developing stages of their life. I mean, seven steps to assess who you are, to assess your connections, and to evaluate your life, which is something we don't really think about when we're in our adolescence. You know, we're, we're really, like you said, really more worried about being popular in the traditional sense. And then, you know, to shake that and change that to what you're saying, making it being a trendsetter where you're cutting your own path, forging your own way I'm in something quite beautiful. So you really um, have poured your heart out, obviously, and it's uh, inspiring to hear. So you, you mentioned that uh, at the end of the chapter, there's an exercise to do. So that's uh, there, a bit of a workbook. There's, you're, you're walking them on a journey. That's correct. 
that is a great. I thought it was really important not to just, you know, tell them my story, but I want them to walk away with steps. So after each chapter, I tell them what happened in my life, how I how I applied it, and then I give them the tools to say, okay, well, do this now, write this down, go through it, so they can say, oh, and actually see, like, okay, I know how I can implement this in my life. So every step, all seven steps, come with seven exercises as well. There's a journal at the end of it. So if there's journaling or thoughts that come into their head, because I do have a part of it where I want them to start um, understanding their gift and starting to create an action plan to implement that in their lives. So I have them also journaling at the end of the book so they can have, you know, some things they can take away so they can continue to apply that, those steps in their life as they grow up. Is there anything else you want to get out about this book and the importance of this book and the, the effort that you've put into it? Yes, again, just to repeat, uh, suicide has become the second leading cause of our youth of today. They're getting younger and younger. They're five-year-olds talking about their depressed. Five-year-olds talking about depression. Right, right. So you're seeing a lot of people push for mental health courses in schools because it's just a reality. Now we have social media. When I was growing up, social media was fairly new, but you have access now to social media. There's also statistics that say 70% of young people have said they've seen bullying and have not said anything. So there's so many things that are going on and so many things that our children are experiencing now that people are like, man, what can we do? So that's why a book like this is important. That's why it's important for people and parents and teachers and counselors and mentors to have open dialogue with our children. Because just like I posted right. recently, if they don't have conversations with them, they're going to find out the information. You should be worried that the information that they're getting from their friend or, for, um, or from Google is actual correct, is, is correct. Because a lot of the information they're getting is not factual. And that's like me. I learned so many things from my friends that were wrong. I learned so many things from people on the outside that were wrong. So this is really, my goal is just to really affect the communities, families, and just try to radically change how everybody sees everything so we can have healthy, healthy, healthier relationships, healthier children, and we have in the future, the people in the um, future generations can really start thinking about themselves in a, in a much greater way than they are today. Such an important message. Wow. Fantastic. Aisha, I can't tell you how, I am, how inspired I am by this conversation. Everybody, I need you to go get this book. And it's, it's so important that you control these conversations, not control, but that you're part of the conversation with your children and with all the young people in your lives, the people that you can, can help guide, you know, it's, it's, this is a tool you need to be part of the conversation, to, to even realize the conversations maybe that you need to be having. Um, Aisha, where can they find this book? Where can they connect with you? You can get more information about me at becomingatrendsetter.com. Again, that's becomingatrendsetter.com. And you can also follow me on Miss Aisha Speaks. That's M-S-A-I-S-H-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. That's on Instagram, Facebook as well as Twitter. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me, DM me, or you can email me at info at AishaThomas.org. That's info at A-I-S-H-A-T-H-O-M-A-S.org. That is fantastic. Now, we, we're running a little long here. We usually keep our podcast under 10 minutes. You know, here at Leadership Fire, we always talk about getting that next level success in 10 minutes or less. But I just want to take one more second. You've hosted Leadership Fire before. You had a great episode 
where you talked about being the serving leader. Can you give us one more thing to go out on, speak to the leaders in, that are listening today from your angle? What is a great thing that we can take away today out of this book and out of your mind to, to, to think about? What's that nugget for today? Well, I think that it's really important to start the healing on the inside, like, I, like I've been saying this whole time. There are so many things that we experienced as a leader I am today. There are so many things we experienced when we were younger, things we experienced in our relationships, marriages, or divorces that might be affecting how you lead. You, don't have, you have trust issues. You don't really manage correctly. Your leadership skills are being affected because you haven't worked on things within the inside. So yes, you're a leader. Yes, you're doing so many great things. You have so many accolades. Everybody at, job, at your job might look up to you. However, things that you, within your household is crumbling. However, you within yourself doubt yourself. You second guess yourself. You're drinking, you're drugging, whatever it is that you're doing, there's still some things that you have not worked on that is not going to, that is hindering you from you getting to your highest potential as a leader. People need you. You're special. People need your leadership. But the only way you're going to be effective is for you to work on you. So keep killing it out there, but just remember to take care of you first so you can be used at your fullest potential to impact the masses that you lead. And see, that's the reason why she's the host of Internal Fire. If that didn't ignite your internal fire, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You guys have got to get over to listen to Aisha over at Internal Fire. Aisha, thank you so much for being here today. This has been fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. And guys, like I said, go out there and kill it. Leaders, go out there and lead amazingly. All right, everybody, that's it for me and Aisha today. I'm going to put all her contact information down in the show notes. I need you guys to get this book, be part of those conversations, and wow, get on over to Internal Fire. Subscribe on all your favorite podcasting platforms, and make sure you follow Aisha on Instagram. Aisha, once again, thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk to you again, but for now, I'll tune in next Monday for your new episode of Internal Fire. Thanks, everybody. 